0: Welcome to BitStorm, a comedy game design podcast by two guys who know nothing about comedy nor game design. I'm Trevor Scott and with me as always is Ben Slinger.
1: Hello, and today our guest is John Kane from Gritfish Games, creator of Mallow Drops and Killing Time at Lightspeed. Hi. Hi. Welcome, John. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problems. Uh, Do you want to tell our audience a little bit about yourself and your games? Yeah, sure.
2: Um, So, as you said, I've made uh, two games that have been released on Steam at the moment. Uh, There's Killing Time at Lightspeed, which is a narrative game in which you are browsing social media while flying away from Earth at the speed of light, and the game that I am just about to release on the App Store. Um, should be out by the time you listen to this, is Mellow Drops, which is a gravity puzzle game where two Kiwis try and rescue their eggs in a world that's been shattered into a million pieces and there's no gravity. So you control gravity by turning your phone around.
1: That's awesome. That's nice. a really, really cool <laughs> idea. Um, yeah, I've checked out some of the, the footage of the game. It looks, I love the the cute little art style and stuff. It's It looks really great. Yeah, uh, thanks. Are you are uh, sort of a one man show there or, or do you have team members?
2: Uh sort of. I'm the game designer and programmer, but I work with uh various artists and musicians and writers on contract for each game. So okay. Yeah. I'm I'm the one consistent person between the two games. We've had Megan O'Neill and Matt Petrak on Mellodrops and Marigold Bartlett and Matt Ham on Killing Time and about 20 other writers uh, contributed fake news stories for that.
1: Cool. Fantastic. That's awesome. All right. Well, I think we'll get into the meat of our show. This is a game that we call Click Pitch. And the general idea is that we each have a random word generator in front of us. It will give us some nouns generally, occasionally some adjectives if we decide to go that way. And on the count of three, two, one, we each click, we get a new word, and based on that we're gonna come up with some ideas for video games.
0: Okay. Alright. All click. Three, two, one, click. <laughs> Who's gonna go first?
2: <laughs> uh men. Highlighting.
1: Okay. Mine was chain.
2: <laughs> Highlighting men chain.
1: Highlighting men chain. So chain of men or a chain of highlighters uh being used by men or or highlighting men.
2: Not all men, but some men.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just the ones that deserve to be highlighted. So
0: <laughs> highlighting doesn't have to be the legitimate you know, the, the actual highlight the highlighter sort of thing. What it can be is like a perspective on men from a from a um news organization so they're okay. highlighting a a specific man who's chained himself to a tree and go
1: <laughs> and go so we well wait like, i mean you've got a story there trevor but we're trying to come up yeah. with a game <laughs> so are you the man chained to the tree <laughs>
2: yeah this is just like the world's simplest like walking simulator game <laughs> you can only walk around a tree <laughs> you can you can only just rotate your head Tied to this tree,
1: <laughs> as uh, news news vans and things come and interview yeah. you, and to yeah. to the, the
2: steam reviews you. for this will be great. Trust me. <laughs> well, maybe we don't have
0: to be playing the man who's chained mm. to a tree. We can be the um, the reporter who's come to town to okay. do a do a spotlight on on this guy who's chained to a tree, but in going in depth into into this guy's story, something doesn't seem quite right. All right. So it's just, this is just...
1: <laughs> Thanks, Trevor. <laughs> so maybe this is, this is just kicking off... Yeah, this is like kicking off the story, a larger story. Hmm. Um, you've been playing too much Thimbleweed Park, I think, Trevor. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: that's where I was sort of going with it, but I thought I'd leave it with you guys.
2: <laughs> could also be a really good bureaucracy game of, you know, running a logging company and there's some guy chained to a tree that you've got to deal with.
1: <laughs> right. That could just be sort of <laughs> one of the one of the events that gets in the way of this of this management game. Yeah.
0: So I'm almost seeing it as almost still still a Thimbleweed Park sort of point and click adventure game. Hmm. The three characters that you play are the journalist. Right. The guy chained to a tree. Yeah. And, and the manager of the of, the, of logging. the logging company. Oh nice. Yeah. You get all the perspectives on it. Yeah. You get it's- all the perspectives and they're all actually working against each other. Yeah. So it's a bit of a different point and click adventure game. Mm. And, you know, maybe you can go into uh, some flashback sequences, a la Thimbleweed Park, <laughs> and you actually find out that there's a there's a deeper connection between these characters than than just the the circumstance that they're in right now. Maybe they've actually, you know, crossed paths before. And know. I think you could you could have quite a bit of a different adventure game in that none of these characters are really working together. Mm, yeah, I
1: like that. I like that a lot. That's cool. I, I'm 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 amused by the idea that like for the first half of the game, the guy changed of the tree is literally just changed of the tree. So like Oh yeah, you
0: can't do anything. Well no, but he still he has he him. still
1: has tasks and maybe there's even like pu- like there's a series of puzzles that, that reveal themselves just within range of this tree. Yeah. Um <laughs> or yeah. You, can have, or you can have a Monkey Island uh esque moment where you know there's a bunch of puzzles you need to solve and just out of reach are a bunch of tools that would easily solve them. Oh god.
2: <laughs> I actually like um I love you, that idea. Have either of you guys played um, the new Zelda. Yes. Okay. like, Fate hasn't. like I if, have not. But... Okay. Not a spoiler, really. But <laughs> at the start, it just gives you like one quest, which is beat Ganon or whatever. I just like the idea of you just get one kind of quest for that guy, Right. and it is bring down an international logging corporation.
1: <laughs> and you are chained to a tree
2: and can't do anything.
1: That's awesome. But you can
0: switch to him at, at any time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like all of his quests are just like, I don't know, getting food or something or
0: Yeah, you get a little side quest coming up go to the bathroom. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: you just and you just have to like or you just have to move yourself around the tree so that you're like behind the tree from the perspective of the camera because you're a bit shy. Oh,
2: yes.
0: Yep. And then there's a verb soil yourself.
2: <laughs> it's just... I don't want to know what the like animated icon for that is in the menu. That's <laughs>
0: Well, as, as I said, it's going to be like Wood Park, so it's just going to be the verb. Oh, like okay. Soil yourself. But it's just so there at if, all, you all times. You don't see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he goes, no, I don't want to do that now. <laughs> no, I was thinking like uh,
2: the biker one. Oh, yeah. It was by full, Double like, Fine. Full Throttle. Full, full throttle, throttle, where it had the yeah. icons for each thing.
1: The Like the verb coin, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you move left. left. You hold it down. You move left to look at things. Move You move right to um, use things and move down to soil you. Soil, soil, soil. Soil yourself. Yeah,
0: It's hard to say,
1: isn't it? It is hard to say. <laughs> soil yourself.
0: <laughs> and I actually think, I, I like that idea of having the single quest objection uh, objective. So for each character, like your reporter character can be report on, on the situation. And the business guy can be get rid of the dude chained to the tree. Yeah. And they can
1: literally the be- The business guy is just make money. <laughs> <laughs> That's his overall goal. I don't tell you anything else. You have to figure yeah. out for yourself that this guy in chained of the tree is stopping you from making money.
0: I, I think maybe you could actually have three different endings to the game, depending on on who, you know, you've completed their task. So if, if you focus on, on the business magnate you know, and you get you get rid of this this guy through through using all three characters. But you've decided that you want to follow down the business magnate's yeah. path. Then you get his ending.
1: Let's make her let's make her a woman. The the okay business magnate, just because. Yeah, yeah, I know. I like I like that idea of, of sort of. I mean, so are you thinking a full a fully branching narrative then, Trevor, or is it just one of those things where sort of near the end you can make some choices and and decide who comes out ahead.
0: I know. What will be harder for the developers to do, John? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as the
1: developer I'm definitely thinking, yeah, that
2: happens in the last ten minutes, because otherwise you're making three, four games. Exactly and no one wants to do that. <laughs> but also, like it should I do. <laughs> <laughs> um leaving it till the end, like you you get to have like all of those characters be really sympathetic. Like, you know, the logging corporation guy woman, you know, is just trying to Get that promotion or get that little bit of extra money because you know they need to afford a tiny apartment in Sydney and so need a million dollars every year. <laughs> um,
0: or um, even even they need to chop down that tree to build the orphanage.
1: <laughs> I don't know. To to counter that, I kind of like the idea of having a playable character who is literally a villain. Yeah, like so she's that you actually- can
0: choose the ending.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, like she's actually pretty evil and like callous and a business, she's just a businesswoman and tries to make money and doesn't care about the little person and you can have some verbs that go along with that so maybe mm. you can just like gloat at people at all times like you've got a gloat <laughs> verb you've got to look down your nose at verb <laughs> yeah def- there's
2: definitely politi- office political power play stuff, there's definitely all of her verbs
1: it could it could come into if we're if we're doing the full-on Thimbleweed Park style, it could come into like the descriptions of the objects as you as you look at them as well. So if you're playing as her, every person it just says like "look at peasant" or <laughs> un, "or underling" <laughs> or you know, whatever, whatever she thinks of a person. <laughs> that's what shows up. That's awesome. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: I I love the idea of giving like every NPC their own nickname based on who you're playing as that sounds yeah that's that's great there's so such good (laughs) options for comedy there
0: oh yeah um well i really like that game i think that's gonna be a hit that's so okay let's go three two one click
1: crossing hatching
0: and fond
1: fond This is a game based around the joke, why did the chicken cross the road? (laughs) (laughs) And there are two reasons why it crossed the road. One is to hatch an egg, and one is because it was very fond of someone on the other side. Okay, yep. (laughs) And go. <laughs> I'm, I'm just picturing
2: no, two-player racing game. You know, one's the chicken, one's the egg, and you get to see who gets to the other side first.
1: Oh, yeah, there you go. Which came first, chicken. <laughs> the chicken or the egg? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so does the egg literally have, like, little legs sticking at the bottom so it can run around and we just can't see?
1: <laughs> I, think, I think it's a power like, that hatching, the act of hatching, is kind of a power-up and maybe gives you a bit of a balance based on so the egg the egg character can roll like it starts off just rolling and so if you're going you know down a slope then that's obviously a benefit but if you reach a hill then you need to use your hatch hatching power or or maybe so you've got a certain amount of points where you can hatch a little bit more and modify um like your abilities basically i'm not sure how that compares to the chicken then <laughs> but I kind of like that idea for the egg that, yeah, at a certain mm. point they just have to like kick their legs out of the egg so that they can run up a hill. Uh, <laughs> but then they've lost the speed of being able to roll down the hill because they can't pull their legs back in again.
2: Yeah, this is, I'm, you know, Katamari Damacy? Mm, yes. Yeah. So like half Katamari Damasi, then switching to like Mario platforming. So you have the rolling yeah. egg controls and then you have full controls so as the chicken. And just alternating between the two of those. Except that the catamaran is like all wonky because it's egg-shaped.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would mess you up, wouldn't it? Depending on how you're rolling, like on sort of lengthways or widthways, it would give you very different kind of um, rolling patterns. Yeah, you could do some cool stuff with that.
0: So, I'm just wondering, should it then be a an adventure of this chicken and her egg that uh, she's trying to get back home she somehow ended up in this other place and she needs to get home before the before the egg hatches
1: yeah that could be cool a bit of like a ratchet and clank vibe yeah the two characters
0: but you've got to if if you're going uphill then the chicken has to help the egg get up the hill but if it's going down the hill maybe the chicken has to do the platforming elements mm. while the egg is rolling you know sort of maybe even on a on a 2d plane for certain parts of it and and on a 3D plane for for some of the other parts, so it can be a, a cross between a a 2D and a 3D platform. Yeah, this
2: sounds like a cross between um, like Banjo Kazooie and the Metroid Prime games. That had you in the like in when you were in the ball mode, you went into these kind of rolling mazes. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I like that because and you can use you know there are certain places where you need to use the abilities of the egg. You know it's smaller so it can it, you still have the egg rolling, and you can go, you've got some control over it, but yeah you kind make,
0: of after touch style
1: yeah, you need to get like, through a small style. place <laughs> you need to get through a small area um so you have to you know you have to use the egg to roll through and, and hit a switch or something to to let the chicken through and and you could still have that aspect of as you go through the game at certain points and maybe their story points i mean similar to like a metroidvania sort of thing, the egg gets those new. Power like it can put its uh put its legs out which gives it a bit more control or something and maybe at some point it it's it like hatches a bit more and its wings come out and it's still just this egg with legs and just wing, <laughs> just legs and wings but now it can like glide sometimes and now it can you know <laughs>
0: <laughs> what i'm actually picturing is kind of like the almost limbo and and inside sort of side on view now mm. Picturing that you know the egg has to get down into this into this lower area while the while you're trying to control the chicken up above and you've always got to control them simultaneously, um, almost like brothers. If you remember, oh that yeah, game.
1: yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I was thinking more like the chicken would have to be hitting switches or something to get the egg through. You know, yeah, an area that is, yeah. un- is underneath or different, but yeah, that could that could work as well if you had to. I mean, maybe you just have certain sections where, yeah, you're controlling them both, one with each thumbstick or whatever. Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of like. Then the fondness comes in because you know it's the chicken to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To as no, young, think that, so
1: I think that makes. I think that I think that hits all our words for sure. Yeah, it sounds like a really <laughs> cool game. Like I feel like that's a game you could pitch. Now, <laughs> I feel like I want to try to mix it up a bit, and by mix it up, I don't mean. Beat the egg with an egg beater, or maybe that's part of it. Maybe, maybe it's like well, uh, and you mentioned inside, like the the deaths in that game were fucking brutal.
2: Yeah, it's just actually earlier when it was like, oh, the eggs rolling around in these mazes, and then it just drops a bit too far. (laughs) Yeah, that is (laughs) just like the most brutal (laughs) game over screen. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, I know. I was thinking that, like, you're going down a hill and you're having to yeah, guide it through these gaps or whatever, and if you miss, it just, it shatters and there's blood and there's feathers. and
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you got this, like, 3D section, maybe, and you're going down this hill and you're trying to just guide it in between, almost like a slalom sort of style. Yeah. But you, you see these brambles and it hits it and it's like oh, you, you see the egg oh, go everywhere and the and I'm having chick I'm having just... Tomb Raider flashbacks.
2: <laughs> yes. Oh.
0: You just got the chick impaled on this on this bramble oh, or God. whatever. And it's
1: and like, like chicks when they've just come <laughs> out of their eggs and they're all kinda of wet and and they can't quite move properly. That <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> I love it.
0: And then there's, there's sections where, you know, the chicken gets its head cut off, but you can still move around for, like, the next three or four minutes. Oh, yeah, there's bits where you literally, like,
1: or maybe even at the beginning, you're trying to escape from, like, the farmhouse. And so you've just got this view, you know, I'm sort of picturing a, a, a view where you're just seeing feet walking around. If there's humans, all you see is sort of their feet, because you're, you're only seeing as high as, like, the chicken's head. But, yeah, like... There's, no, a, yep. there's a there's yep. a there's a section where you're trying to get away from the farmer, and if you fail that, it literally literally just picks up the chicken and, and then throws it on a on a snaps chopping block. Oh well, yeah, I'll snaps <laughs> the just... egg. The egg looks on <laughs> in horror. There's a great little yeah. animation of the chick like poking its head it's, out. It's out of It started off as such a cute game,
2: and now <laughs> we've gone into the just. But but that's the thing. Most brutal.
1: Now
0: just imagine. All that with cutesy art.
1: <laughs> oh, it's just, it's, it's like, cutesy all the way up to the death scene and then it just gets, like, <laughs> hyper-realistic and... Oh. <laughs> Absolutely love it. <laughs> oh, we're horrible. We're horrible. Yeah.
0: Sounds very similar to the um to, <laughs> to the,
1: the Easter. Easter one. Yeah, well, they, it could the be Easter an Easter-themed game as game. well. We're still in that season. <laughs> Chickens and eggs and maybe it is, maybe there's an aspect of it where the Easter bunny comes and like takes the (laughs) takes the egg
0: (laughs) and paints it. Yeah. It takes
1: the egg and paints it. And and the chicken, the chicken has to try to get it back. That's like, that's a sequence in the middle. Sort of a mini boss is the, is the Easter bunny. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's, that's the max pain drug trip middle (laughs) section. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Three, two, one click. Worse.
2: Okay. Imperialist.
1: Imperialist? Okay, well <laughs> I got owner. Oh no. Oh god, all right. This is worse
2: imperialist gonna... owner.
1: <laughs> uh <laughs> I'm not sure how to take this one. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, well let maybe maybe just to say safe we take it out of the real world. <laughs> or at least out of real Yeah. World. Nations and... Countries. Fictional dictatorship yeah, is probably a bit safer. Okay,
0: yeah. it's on an alien nation. Okay. With two suns and three moons, just because, like, it's really alien then.
1: It's so alien. Oh my god, that's just so alien. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the country of the United States of Flamerica, <laughs> and...
0: <laughs> United States of Chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean it's a, from a game point of view, like I mean imperialism, I don't know, I mean that's basically civilization right you just take over yeah. every other every other nation
2: <laughs> yeah well, okay, so well, what is like I don't know, like the discount like you found it in a used c d store version of civilization
0: mm. <laughs> so it's worse than civilization
2: yeah <laughs> yeah the the slightly bodgy facts aren't quite right. <laughs> you know, like Australia's in the wrong place and it's upside down.
1: Yeah, kind of yeah. version of
2: Civ I think that could be that could be fun.
1: So it's just well, maybe it's like maybe it's the version of civilization, but it's just like so many things, incredibly like US centric. So it's what they think <laughs> about the rest of the world. <laughs> so like there, this it's this, and we, I, I realize we're getting. Back to where we're trying to get away from, but uh, <laughs> they're like the center of the planet, and they they take up half of the earth. And yeah, when you go to Conco, Australia, they're all riding in kangaroos <laughs> with spears <laughs> and and like help, uh, like armor and things.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's I mean that is definitely fitting with the discount store civilization, which is you <laughs> know like just really bad stereotypes that's for it. every Everybody's country. Completely- it's really unfortunate, but. That is definitely a game in the nineties that I played. Yeah,
1: but whatever. I'm tw- I'm 12. I can't afford Civilization. I'm going to pay the 10 bucks for this game that came with a demo CD of, of yep. three other. Yep, digits. it's called
0: Imperialization.
1: <laughs> and but Imperialization is spelt wrong. <laughs> All right, I think we might have taken that one. to as far as we're willing to take it on this episode, <laughs> I like the dodgy I like the dodgy 90s version of things though. Maybe we should stick with that as a theme. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's take
0: okay, it through to one click. Yeah,
1: all right. Signing beehive
2: explanation.
1: <laughs> okay, signing beehive explanation.
2: I think th- this is this is easy because bees communicate to each other through kind of like dances, yeah, yeah. in the hive, yeah. yeah, and either like it's a rhythm game or you know a, a match three or something, but definitely communicating between two characters through some kind of pattern system.
1: I think it's a dance game for the connect. <laughs> <laughs> but you're bees, but it's about communicating with bees. Yeah. So yeah, you have to like do that little butt waggle, walk forward dance, and then like come back around and <laughs> But like literally you that's that, yeah. that's how you communicate where like the pollen is and then they'll all go off based on whatever you've danced. And it's actually more like a beehive sim- simulator sort of game, but you can control it <laughs> entirely through the dance of the of like the worker bees yeah. that come back. Yeah, it's an in-
2: an entire complicated beehive simulator.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Controlled through a dance
1: machine. Yeah, 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 absolutely.
0: I've got a little wrinkle. So the explanation comes from if someone else walks in the room and the Kinect finds out that they that that person's come in. Like <laughs> literally, the game that. switches off, and you've got to explain why you're dancing
2: weirdly.
1: <laughs> well, I think that's just oh, a given. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: I haven't seen anyone play the the dancing game that's on the Switch. I think it's just
1: dance. Oh, but yeah, I think you
2: do it by holding the controllers and dancing around with the controllers. I'm just imagining someone like holding one of those. Joy-Con controllers on their butt and, like, wiggling around. <laughs> and that image has killed me. And,
1: <laughs> um, That's awesome. Or the VR, all the VR um, edition and you have to put one of those new, like, Vive trackers on your butt. <laughs> <laughs> so it has to know where your head, hands, and butt is at all times. Yeah. Yeah, it's
0: definitely a dancing
1: with your butt game. Yeah.
0: Yep, I like it.
1: Actually, yeah, I actually... I, I kind of love the idea of, of a unique control scheme for controlling a sim game like that, so you don't have direct control over the beehive and, and what's going on in it. You just have to watch and and hope that you get the dancers right to, yeah, point them in the right direction, tell them when danger's coming. I don't know, what other things to, would bees dance to each other about? Wasps. Wasps, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I'm I'm imagining that you're actually playing like a translator bee, so... In in the game, you've got say the queen bee who's giving all these commands to people, but to actually tell the people to do it, you have to actually dance them out, and then right. so <laughs> that's I, I know I, I see I see that's that's how if you do the dance wrong, then you're giving the wrong information out to out to your worker bees, and so therefore it it then becomes more important that you get the that you get the dance right. Yeah, and- no, 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 it's got to be
2: the I think it's got to be the reverse. You got to get all the information from the worker bees, and you've got to pick what
1: information to communicate to the queen.
0: And she uh, she only understands dance.
2: Yep. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> it's sort so of you, like yeah, so it's like she's making decisions for the hive based on based uh, on what you tell her. Yeah.
0: yeah, So you've got to you've got to say you know do the butt wiggle and I don't know lunge lunge <laughs> butt wiggle, and that's wasps are attacking. And yep.
1: but if you get it if you get it slightly wrong, then you've actually you've actually said there's a new patch of flowers over to the northeast, and so she sends out all of the workers and they just get slaughtered.
0: Yep. Yeah. That adds that level of complexity to
1: it. I like it. Well, and I like, there's sort of an aspect of, like, <laughs> maybe you don't get a translation guide. Maybe <laughs> Maybe there's an aspect of, like, the witness in there where you have to, you know, <laughs> over, over time, learn this language just through... Yeah, like the, building it up over time. So it starts very simple, and you see direct results from it. Uh, but then, as you build it up over time, yeah, you have to sort of put them put them together in more and more complex ways.
2: You slowly work your way up the ranks of bee butt wigglers. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eventually, you become the queen. That's the end game.
0: I don't think bees work that way, but anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm. I mean, the translator becoming the, worker, becoming the queen. No, no, I, mean, I don't think... not I,
1: I don't think singular bees actually like... <laughs> Before then eventually become the queen, no. Maybe no. it's a generation. But, thing but
0: every, everything else is, is 100% factual. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> Alright, let's move on.
0: Okay, I think it's about time to head into the Eye of the Storm.
1: Okay, so you can find us on uh, Twitter and Facebook. Just search for BitStormCast or well, search for BitStorm or slash BitStormCast and either of those. Uh, you know, if, we've, if you had any ideas for the prompts we came up with, better, better ideas than we had, let us know. We'd love to hear your take on them.
0: You can also check us out now on Instagram. Uh, that's Instagram.com slash BitStormCast. Uh, we're going to put up more casual posts about what we've been playing, uh, maybe some videos, some other pictures. Yeah, just have a bit of fun.
1: This month we also have a contest running uh on all of the above facebook twitter and instagram so if you uh, go there and follow us you can have a chance to win a steam key for party pals
0: uh so that's harmonious games we had laura on last week she was amazing yep just like john's been today (laughs) thanks you can also check us out on itunes uh where bitstorm
1: our website is bitstormcast.com uh you've can find all our episodes there and links to subscribe to us uh, on the app of your choice.
0: Yes, we'd like to thank Zencaster uh, Z e n c a s t r. They provided us with the awesome recording capabilities for our guest today, and a big thank you to Kurudust. Thank you for the use of our theme song uh, Map Defiance" from the album "Continuing Failure." And John, can you provide your details on how people can find you?
2: Sure, uh, you can find me at Gritfish.net. My two games, Mallodrops and Killing Time at Lightspeed, are on mallodrops.com and killing at lightspeed.com. And you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash gritfish. And you can also find all my games by searching on Steam or the App Store for them.
1: Awesome.
0: Fantastic. Let's get back into it. Three to one click. <laughs> okay.
2: Silversmith.
1: Okay. <laughs> Chat. Oh, all right. Well, i got inquiry, but if you got chat, I'm going to do something different. Scheduling. <laughs> so it's a very dry game about scheduling, yeah. like, the swords that you are I don't know. Oh, God. Made, I guess you probably don't make swords out of silver. What do you make out of silver? Cutlery. Jewelry or... Yeah.
2: yeah. God, I, I saw Silver Smith and I was so excited because it, you know, brings up all these kind of, like, Tolkien-esque things, oh, yeah. and we've got chat scheduling. Chat and scheduling. And scheduling. <laughs> And it's just the most dry.
1: I mean, Tolkien can be pretty dry. It's it's from that chapter yeah. of *The Silmarillion* where he goes where they just know, talk about he goes, silversmithing exactly. for he goes an Deep hour. into the scheduling practices of silversmithing in Middle Earth.
0: I accidentally clicked again and got agony.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we'll add that into the mix then. <laughs> no scheduling agony.
0: Cha- chat doesn't chat doesn't exist anymore. So okay. it's, right. it's a um. <laughs> it's it's a silversmith who's in agony because too many people are trying to schedule. <laughs> so these, it's still
1: um... about scheduling, of course. Um, yeah, because uh... you
0: haven't clicked again yet. No, I know. I'm not going
1: to. We're doing scheduling. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> <laughs> this is the challenge, man. Damn um, you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. So what? I mean, so a silversmith, I guess, is just scheduling his jobs, right? Like, yeah, you know, I guess a sil- his jobs range from I don't know what's the simplest thing. The, you know, earrings, small things Yep, all yeah. the way earrings, to necklaces Murder knives For rich people <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where the ag- agony comes in And just like
2: Dates and going out I like the idea of this being Almost like a puzzle game Of like figuring out where you can fit things In the schedule But like the Google calendar layout But everything's <laughs> made of metal And like <laughs>
1: So once it's in place, you can't move it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is actually set in stone.
1: Yeah, you, you bond <laughs> it into place. You can shift it for a while until until it like cools off. <laughs> uh, no, I like I kind of like that. It's almost a bit more of a like a lifestyle game, you know, sort of mm. Sims Sims esque uh, in a way. Except yeah, it happens to be set in in a fantasy realm with a silversmith, just one character.
0: So I'm imagining as part of your, your thing, you know, you're setting up all these schedules, but just to really put a spanner in the works, as it were. A like the spanner. king has jobs that he wants done every now and again, and he gives uh, you no notice whatsoever. Yeah. So you've set up your schedule, but you've got to leave certain mm. amounts of gaps, but you don't know how long the king's job is going to be. It yeah. may be, okay, no, look, you've got a three-hour job.
1: And if that if that happens, it takes a while to just chisel that, existing bit out of your schedule
0: <laughs> yep and it's agony to, to actually um, <laughs> to, to not actually get it done because what the king does if, if you don't manage to get his stuff done is, I don't know chops a finger or, or something like that to oh, that's... put you in agonies. So, well and that's, um,
1: I mean that's got gameplay implications right, because if you lose too many fingers you presumably, you, your work suffers once you start losing fingers exactly, I kind of like that
2: uh uh have either of you played or know of the game uh lady killer in a bind no no if i said what that is okay it's uh, a visual novel game that deals with some bdsm-ish stuff but also you know you pick who you're going to like have a conversation with or whatever and i just thought like oh okay so silversmith and scheduling and agony i was like oh okay tolkien a Tolkien version of that,
1: <laughs> right?
2: And it, and it's just, yeah, um,
1: yeah. Um, I don't know
2: the, the the like decision of of like, oh no, I've got two things scheduled on. I have to pick one or the other. Is
1: lose a finger or go on interest- a date?
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> lose a finger yeah. or don't get to see your mum for the last time?
1: Yeah. Yeah, mixing <laughs> all this life stuff with your silversmithing responsibilities. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like have a social life or make a hundred silver spoons. Like, <laughs> you know, you have to do your job and make, and money, make money and yeah. survive. But you also, you know, it's a it's a work life balance simulator. Can you tell I've been <laughs> overworking on a game?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, the
1: whole thing is this is this metaphor for game development.
0: i love it yeah that's cool so do i okay three two one click detective
2: sailor
1: (laughs) exhibition (laughs) it's exhibition not exhibitionist
2: so uh yes that's correct yes yes
1: yeah uh although we could make you an exhibitionist detective that could be be interesting <laughs> you're a sailor at a um, detective exhibition <laughs> they have those right yeah
0: how's it not a point and click adventure
2: yeah this is definitely point and click murder mystery detective on a boat yeah. but I don't know how the exhibition fits in
1: it, the boat is moored at the dock because you're at a boat exhibition it's on multiple boats <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nice, yeah. Oh, it's like one of those trade shows. It's a boat trade yeah, show. exactly.
1: The sailor did it.
0: <laughs> but which one? Oh.
1: the one in white.
0: Ah, oh, they were all in white.
1: <laughs> all right. So, if well, if we're going point and click adventure, then we need to we need to develop the characters a little bit. Yeah.
0: The detective is afraid of water, so he doesn't want to be okay. at this boat exhibition. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: I was I was thinking
2: the the sailor actually thought he was going to be at a Sailor Moon conference. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, it's just a, a Sailor conference.
1: I actually kind of and very
2: disappointed the entire <laughs> way through.
1: Well, now that you've said that, I kind of want to take Sailor and make it Sailor Moon, and it's actually a point-and-click adventure game where there's been a murder at like an anime convention,
0: <laughs> anime exhibition, maybe. <laughs> well,
1: ex- yeah, exhibition convention, you know.
0: Okay, um... close enough.
1: And maybe it's well, maybe it's on a boat. <laughs> it's an anime. Convention on a boat. I don't actually know anything about anime, so
0: I, I, I'm imagining that maybe the the victim was a Sailor Moon cosplayer. Cosplayer, yeah. So the detective does the detective like anime or does he not, or she not? Whatever, you, whichever way you want to go.
2: No, nah, the the detective's got to be cluey about it. That's got to that's got to be part of it. So I he's got to be a massive fan.
1: So he was there for the exhibition. Well, the
2: you board. know, like. There's there's details about the costume that aren't right or something like, like <laughs> oh, that's a bit odd. I know this shouldn't be there.
0: Sailor Moon didn't have a purple bow tie, it had like a or whatever the the thing is yeah. around her neck. Had a red one.
1: Yeah, I, okay, I kinda Ooh. So is this a game? I guess this has to be a game do you have to be a Sailor Moon fan to like figure that out, or is are we gonna give context clues? Based on the knowledge of the detective.
0: Oh, context clues based on the knowledge of the detective. I think.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: I think. I think there's definitely
2: some fourth wall breaking, like nods to the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Of of. Oh yeah, this is this is like that thing in that episode.
1: <laughs> you can also tell that I am bluffing about my knowledge of Satan <laughs> Yeah, we've gone, I think we've gone down the wrong path for all of I us on this like, topic. Yeah. The- <laughs> Well, all right. Uh, I like the idea of it being at some sort of exhibition or convention, even though that's getting a bit too close to Thimbleweed Park again, because there's, there's <laughs> a, a, a gaming it's, it's not set in
0: 1987, though. Yeah.
1: No, no, it's... uh, It's set in
0: 1992, because... So maybe it's just a general <laughs> pop
1: culture exhibition, so we don't have yeah, to go but, this whole... Yeah, this is definitely
2: mid-90s... There's cartoon Saturday morning cartoon anime, yeah era,
1: yep, yeah. yeah that's a bit more up my alley. I can handle some Voltron or like, yeah Astro Boy, yep
0: definitely. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, what sort of like adversary are you coming up against? Like, is is the murder what you're trying to actually solve, and therefore that's that's your whole objective, as per the the other game that we had. Before you know, you got the single objective: catch the murderer.
1: I mean, yeah, generally you've got an overall, an overall goal. Yep. Yeah, I, I think when you start off, that's that's the case that that you, there's a murder and mm. a murder of someone in a Sailor Moon costume. We'll stick with that, even though th- then we can bran- we can branch out into other pop culture for the rest of the puzzles and stuff. Oh, definitely. Yeah,
0: because there's Dragon Ball Z over there, and then there's <laughs> you know, Voltron over there. It's reminded me of like a Where's Wally.
1: Well, I mean, that brings a lot of challenges in if everyone's wearing costumes, right? Like trying to find the killer when they could be dressed as anyone.
0: Yep. So yeah. maybe maybe one of the um, puzzles in the game is you you end up finding the footage from from where the murder actually
1: is right seen you see and the you murder. see that it's
0: a, a specific um, a specific sort of costumed cosplayer or whatever did the killing, but you find that costume somewhere like in the, in the dumpster or something, and you've got to try and work out through well, or clues it's, or something it's, like it's that. A, it's
1: a popular character, so there's a lot of people dressed as Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> oh god.
2: An alternate universe where Garfield is the thing at every anime convention yeah. that people are dressing as yeah, is terrifying.
1: <laughs> well and that's it. We just we won't even address it that that's that that's not the case in the real world. Like it's just taken as a given that Garfield is the most popular character on Earth. And,
0: and like, the the funniest catchphrase is, I hate Mondays. Yeah. And everyone cracks every, up. Every character cracks up. It comes and, up, and it comes up um, as a
1: dialogue option constantly.
0: Yeah, someone goes, um, do you want some lasagna? And everyone goes, absolutely psycho. I hate Mondays! <laughs> <laughs> I know, I think that would add that would add some interesting <laughs> things in, in your um in your discussions with all the different cosplayers. Does this whole convention get shut down as in like all the doors get closed so, so it's almost like a um a contained scene?
1: Right, yeah, keep it sort of keep it to a, a, a small number of, of locations.
0: Small number of locations, lots and lots and lots of characters in which could be the murderer.
1: Yeah, maybe you have to. Maybe you're able to sort of start eliminating them once you sort of make some deductions. So you can start talking. It's basically a game about talking to all these wacky characters in different costumes, and there's you've just got a whole room full of Garfields. <laughs> <laughs> all the Garfields get put in, you know, Hall B, and <laughs> they're all slightly different because they're all homemade. They're all homemade costumes. Yeah. Like, we're going to give our artists... Well, there's,
2: like, storeboard Garfield, there's dodgy cardboard Garfield. Exactly. There's, there's
1: like, professional cosplayer Garfield with real, <laughs> real cat fur.
0: For some reason, there's a John there. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just one guy who's like, I couldn't afford the Garfield costume, so I dressed up as
1: He's John. He's just him. He's just wearing, like, a shirt and yeah. tie. Yeah, no, no,
2: it's it's just a guy, and people think he's John. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's he's
1: just a, he's actually just like over the convention staff, <laughs> because he's, he's in this coach, room of Garfield. John, <laughs> everyone just calls him John. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> um, okay, I'm, I'm kind of loving this idea. Uh, yeah, so so I guess I'm thinking it's yeah, it's basically just around sort of dialogue and deduction. I, I mean, I guess you could bring inventory puzzles and stuff into it too. But yeah, you you just there's a certain subset of people that you can eliminate pretty quickly. You manage to get airtight alibis for them because maybe you've got the, uh, uh, well, maybe you don't have the video right away, but maybe you've got, you know, the time of death right away, and you and you have to look at the convention schedule and decide or talk to people, and and you know these people will say, well, I was in that panel, and you can somehow you know corroborate that with someone else, and you you eliminate them as a suspect and let them go, and you slowly slowly paring down the number of people that you've got available to you as the the killer. Yeah.
2: I definitely like the idea of there being, like, lots of item puzzles, like really old point-and-click adventure item puzzles because of just all the random props you could use. Oh, God, there'd be so much stuff around. Yeah, just every... Yeah, you're basically walking around with, like, your inventory is the lost and found box (laughs) of the convention. (laughs) And it's just all these random costume props of like you've got a wizard wand and you know a Lord of the Rings sword. Yeah and it's a
1: random like helmet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So did either of you ever play the um Sierra game The Dagger of Amon Ra?
1: Oh no. I know the name.
0: It's a Laura Mystery. That oh the yes, second one of hers. Yes. Um so it's based in a museum and there's a murder that sort of gets picked up in the first first act and yep. then she's asking all these people all these questions and then um another murder occurs and like she's gradually working out who who it actually was as these people are, are dying um i i imagine like the first half of the game yes you you can sort of pare down to like it could be one of these 12 people and then it becomes like
1: one of these 12 garfields yeah. Oh. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> no, no. he, he could think have the changed Garfield. costumes. Well, no. He so could he, have changed. Find- it could be John. <laughs> it could be John. Yeah.
2: It, yeah, it's definitely the guy who everyone thought was John because he's just so fed up with being John. <laughs> yeah, and, and it gets into one why of those he did it. sort of...
1: You needed to frame a Garfield so he'd like stole a Garfield costume. I, I
2: googled the... The Dagger of Iron Ra, and I swear to God, this is one of those games that I saw, you know, used CD stores. Oh, definitely. When I was younger. Oh, definitely. Yeah. This is definitely a big box filled with discs.
0: Yep. It was one of my favorite games, except for the fact that I had a PC that was too powerful at the time. (laughs) Right. So Yeah, when you played it. And so so there were certain scenes in which you're being chased by the murderer your character could only move so fast but the murderer could move faster for some <laughs> reason the, the the they didn't put the proper timing cycles on the murderer so your <laughs> character's moving at a certain speed and the murderer just goes, oh god <laughs> it's like uh, you're fucked uh, <laughs> yeah so it was sort of like um they they did finally release some patches later on when the cd versions came out but it was it was pretty pretty horrible that's frustrating but that, that's that's typical of Sierra at the time. Yeah. As probably. much as I love Sierra games, but I just love the idea of having that get down to the the final twelve people, and then more murders start happening, just as you thought that you were going down this this path of oh, this right. person is definitely the one. So it's a bit and of a red herring. They all of a sudden turn up dead, and yeah, I'm trying to think of the Agatha Christie mystery where there was like well, one of the many that had had like the twelve people remaining or whatever it was. Uh, and then there were none. That, that's what I was thinking of. But I, I kind of like that idea of having that you led down the certain path and it's, it's like, oh God, all the clues were sort of pointing to this person, but it's all clues that this person was,
1: has set up, that the murderer
0: something. was trying to set up to, to try and lead you down in that direction. Yeah, but then that person happened to like. You can find out later on that that person happened to get onto who the real murderer was and was about to reveal some critical information. So yeah. they,
1: it t- yeah, it turns out that even the video you found was not actually the video of the murder. It was just like they were acting out their cosplay contest. <laughs> you know, act. Yeah,
0: I uh, know. I I think that could that could definitely have some. That's also awesome. No, some, I re- um, Yeah, I I cool fucking story. love to
1: write that. I would love to write that game. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's awesome I love the kind of point and click uh, theme we're going in this week and I think it I think it suits because of because of Thimbleweed Park and
2: <laughs> yeah and it's been a big month for point and clicks Paradigm yeah Paradigm I can't that wait was... to play
1: Paradigm yeah I've heard it's really good All I right. can't
0: wait to play okay three two one click
1: synthesis
0: seal harp
1: <laughs> okay so you're synthesizing harp seals
0: <laughs> oh, see, I was go—I was actually thinking seal is in sealing something, so it's almost like a a mystical seal or something like that. So yeah. Yeah. maybe you need a certain harp to break the seal.
2: Okay. I just went in a weird, just synth harps, maybe going a weird like eighties glam rock. Oh, nice. Okay,
1: I like so that. So you play as a seal?
2: Yeah, you are—you are the an seal. seal.
1: <laughs> no, no, literally the the, the, the an animal.
2: <laughs> yep. You know, purple guitars, basically picturing Prince as a seal. See, I, I like, I almost like the idea of still having the seal,
0: like I was thinking, but taking that, um, that glam rock sort of purple rain synthesized Mm. harp, um, to a magical adventure in which you know, trying to break the seal or the seventh seal of hell or something like that, or trying to seal the devil in, or and then you can have like this amazing eighties pop. Punk adventure sort of thing.
1: So you play as Seal, the singer, and <laughs> <laughs> playing a synthesised harp. Playing a synthesised harp. He's no. Okay. I like. I love the like '80s Prince vibe. That's yep. awesome.
0: I, I see this as as almost like a 3D open world adventure sort of thing.
1: Okay, yeah, you could do the graphic style for that could be really cool. Lots of neon. Kind of, kind uh...
0: of like. Have you seen the graphical stylings that they did for Far Cry Blood Dragon? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yep. VHS distortion, yeah. laser yep. lights,
0: laser lights, um, synthesized music. It's just pure eighties in like the absolute best and worst way possible. Yeah. So I can imagine that's the that's sort of like the art style that you're going for, right. and
1: yeah, lock that um, in. Definitely.
0: Open world adventure. I still like the idea of you know trying to either break a seal or create a seal.
1: you play as the singer seal who has to sing to seal up all the seals, <laughs> but <laughs> he has been transformed into a seal, but he himself has to be transformed <laughs> into a seal, yep, and he's trying to seal up all the other evil seals who have broken the seal i don't know. <laughs> but I, lo- I love the first part of that, yeah. Yeah,
2: the singer seal has been transformed into a seal, and they are trying to seal some kind of ancient evil with music. Yes, yep. On their harp, their electric harp.
0: I just love the idea of an electric harp because then you can bring in some like heavier melodic stuff.
1: Yeah, the soundtrack on this game is going to be epic.
2: Yeah, yeah, yep. unbelievable epic rock opera, hair flowing.
0: So, so what are what are the sort of typical '80s things that you come up against? I'm thinking maybe Max Headroom. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Like maybe there's some characters dressed up like uh, Michael Keaton's Batman. Um,
1: <laughs> That's an interesting pull. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm just going to go with like Michael Jackson 80s. thriller kind of. Michael yeah. Jackson
0: thriller. Um, oh, Eddie Murphy Delirious. So they're in the in like the the red, the red the- suit. <laughs> yeah, oh god Well, Star Wars was pretty big uh, Back to the Future So you, you've got
1: So we're just bringing in all these licensed properties Or are they going to be knock-offs?
0: All knock-offs But I think you're going to have this amazing mystical adventure Kind of So I'm, I'm seeing it as an RPG in the style of Mass Effect
1: Okay <laughs> Yeah, alright Okay yeah. All right. Yep.
0: So, so you got you got quests that you that you're doing. You know, you can talk to these these different groups, and maybe the world is split into factions of of what pop culture thing they actually like. And you got to befriend <laughs> right. each each one of these pop culture things to get to get the song that is actually
2: within that that area. You start off with like, well, two of your crew members are definitely a Star Trek fan and a Star Wars fan, and they don't like they each just other. Don't get along. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep, Has like that.
1: everybody been turned into anthropomorphic animals? Like, I'm just kind of loving this idea of Mass Effect-style <laughs> conversations with, like, the close-ups, but it's a fucking seal, you know, talking yeah, to... Yeah, talking to a seagull. A talk... seagull, they... yeah. The front flock of seagulls.
2: <laughs> the sex scenes couldn't be, you know, more awkward than they are now. So, yeah, just replace <laughs> them with, like, a seal and a flock of seagulls, and that's
1: fine. Just the flippers, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I love this idea. I love this idea of, yeah, you've got these factions that are all the different music genres from the 80s, and you, yeah, you end up with a crew member from each of them, and they're based. They're they're each animals that are based, you know, somehow yeah. related to to the band that they're from. Yeah, we've got a pelican in a Devo hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you run into a white snake. <laughs> from, the, from the metal area, you
0: know, the, like glam metal area. <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to think of who's going to be like the Weird Al cult. <laughs> oh,
1: so like the comedy, God.
0: the comedy music, but it 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 also happens because there's so much parody. That's where you get the um, that's where you get the the most awesome song because there's such range of of Weird Al's catalog that you can actually access a whole heap of
2: different um different songs in this one area. I'm I'm just imagining Weird Al as a chimp, a chimp or something. Yeah, because well. I'm sure he could do the kind of weird like chimpanzee movement thing. We could probably just get Weird Al to be in this video oh, game. Definitely. I think he would be down definitely. for it. Yeah, he would. He would be the celebrity cameo.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: But I'm now now wondering because of Weird Al, you know, he's your big cameo. You don't want it being that you know he's got the smallest part. Maybe he is your. Tutorial, helper out as yeah, well he's as kind of, like oh. confidant. He's he's an overarching sort of well. If you maybe he's the narrator. At, um,
1: maybe you can have a narrator,
0: a narrator, or uh, if you remember uh, <laughs> the elusive man in um, Mass Effect Two. Oh, okay, he's sort you know of that,
1: the one who sets you on your path and
0: sets you on your path. But you you continually going back and listening to conversations that he's having and.
2: And just every time there's a big cutscene, he's doing like a Weird Al version of some 80s song.
1: Yeah, that's it. Like he's going to, yeah, we'll get him to write the music as well. And it's all these new Weird Al versions of all these, eight, all of all these 80s tracks.
0: Yep. I love, awesome. I love it. I love it. I want to play it now. Um. So. <laughs> all
1: right. So who's got Weird Al's email address? We're going to pitch this to him. <laughs> get him on board.
0: <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure we can just
2: tweet at him on Twitter. <laughs> Definitely. I
1: fucking um, love, love this idea. We need- yeah, mass, mass,
2: <laughs> mass Effect where you smooch 80s pop culture
1: icons. As is, anthropomorphic yeah. animals. The, <laughs> as anthropomorphic
2: animal versions of pop culture icons. Honestly, I think we could take this to Kickstarter and just make a billion dollars. That's right all
1: now. you need. We don't have to have any art. Yeah. We don't have to have any... Yeah, No. No, that's fucking awesome.
2: I almost just. I actually want there to be DLC for this. I just want, like, the DLC is weird random cameos, like Alf or, you know, Skeletor.
1: Bill and Ted.
2: Like, you know, DLC comes later that you can pay extra to have Skeletor be your pilot.
1: Oh, I like that. Just like. Yeah, you just have these random roles that, like, you know, they're not super important to the plot, but. And the DLCs, yeah, they just get replaced with these pop culture icons and they get. Like, you re-record the their audio and stuff. I love it. That's awesome.
0: I love that so much. Okay, I think, Ben, it's time to get into our final segment.
1: Yeah, it probably is. So, what we do in our final segment, John, is... As you are a game developer and you have games that you are working on or have just released... Yep. Uh, we're going to take the name of one of your games and we're going to throw away everything we know about it and... Okay. Come up with a new game idea based solely on the name of your game. Okay. I guess we'll go with Mallow Drops because that's your most recent. Someone comes to you says Mallow Drops, we're going to come up with a new idea for that.
0: We love the name. We just um it's an alternate universe. We never came up with the idea <laughs> that you came up with.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Mallow Drops.
2: Still thinking on the 90s platformer thing. This is, you know, marshmallow with a face. We don't have to pay bottlers. We can just have a cylinder.
1: Yep. yep.
0: Love it. Love it. So, 90s platformer, what what sort of thing is happening? Is your objective for each level to, like, get to the campfire to become, like, a small...
1: Oh, you want to be roasted on the campfire? Yeah, yeah. Like an a, like a iron bread kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Oh, I'm trying to remember. Was it Zool? Was the Chopper Chops game? Yes. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So so Maladrops is just like. The, it's like the what's the every one? everything's candy and Pascal's marshmallows and.
1: Yeah, that's what I was trying yep. to think of. It's the bloody P- Pascal's themed. <laughs> yeah, the game where you play pastel as a pink and white. Yeah. Yeah, all the different colors. Yeah, definitely.
0: And you're effectively just trying to become a toasted marshmallow that you can just yep. get um get eaten up. Should it be like a 3D version of Super Meat Boy, that sort of thing, or oh, is it oh, definitely going to be, cool.
1: be a? I like that idea of it's. Yeah, I was thinking more of the sort of, you know, jumping on the heads of enemies sort of platformer. But if it's that kind of more uh, difficult. Faster-paced platformer that could be really cool because you could get some. Yeah, the the squishiness could be exactly. You could do some cool
2: squishy things.
1: You could get some good mechanics where if you hit jump at the right time in in your like squish, you get more bounce back off a wall or something.
0: Yeah, and then if you get a little bit too warm, you get a little bit sticky, so you can slide down walls a little bit. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but but you can't do that at the start so it's sort of like you've got to get to a certain point that you've you've warmed up enough so you can like slide yeah, down you can't go back wolf. you can't go back but the, as you're doing that you're actually leaving some of yourself behind oh, so I was about actually, to say if you get too smaller
1: if you get too crispy does it get to that point where like the outer shell just comes off and you've just got your like soft insides oh. as long as you make it to the end with some amount of marshmallow left and, and, and impale yourself on a stick the toasted marshmallow is definitely
2: like the powered-up like oh, version yeah. of yourself, where you can just <laughs> smash through walls and
1: definitely, definitely. But yeah, it, but yeah, actually, I like that. You've got a certain amount of, you can smash through walls and stuff. You can get through a certain part of the level, but if you then try to like do any of your moves where you need to like bounce or stick to walls, then that's when your like outer shell just comes off and you're and you're just the soft, gooey insides again. And you have to be that for the rest of the level. So, do we want
0: maniacal laughter as he gets closer to the end? So he's like really, um, if he if he gets dark, you know, he's got this massive massive grin on his face, and he's laughing. like, yeah, Marshmallow's laughing yeah. as he's as okay. he's getting closer because he's like so excited to to like be
1: eaten. <laughs> I love that idea of like yeah, the, his expression changing. As you get closer and closer to the end, like he's just so excited to yeah. be roasted and eaten. Well, I guess he's getting roasted, but to be eaten.
2: I'm just imagining it like he falls in the fire and melts into a puddle, and you see the like, Terminator 2 thumbs up Thumb and just up. sink. <laughs> but, it's, but it's made of marshmallow, and it's just like slowly dripping <laughs> and melting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it melts and then it's the next level, and he's starting
1: again. <laughs> the animator's are gonna have a lot of fun on this one.
2: I think that's definitely the closing shot of the game. Is the like melting marshmallow thumb sinking into a melted marshmallow? <laughs> no, whole- no,
0: no, 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 into a chocolate fountain. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you know he's just got got the thumb up. As oh, he's going yeah, that's that's definitely like yeah, good context sensitive death. Yeah, yeah. If you fall into because the because he's garden, like yeah. awesome chocolate. <laughs> um, oh, is that a win condition? It's it's a win condition. It's it's like the the that's, that's the final thing that he's trying to get to. You know, right, there's campfires the whole... along the way, and
1: wait. So, are you the same? How are you the same marshmallow through all these levels? Don't you get eaten at the end of every level? It, it's kind, it's
0: kind of like um well, Super Meat Boy. You can yeah. die a hell of a lot, and you know the next Meat Boy sort of comes along. So after yeah, I guess so. each. Each
2: marshmallow gets eaten. Um, this is like the candy version of Dark Souls. You're like going from bonfire to bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> but everything's just bright and candy and happy. And yeah, um, Candy Souls.
0: So when, when you get to each of these sort of places, at each campfire you find a packet of, of marshmallows and you can add some of that power to yourself. Right, you can you, know, like, you can, you can, you can yep. pick up the the marshmallow bag, open up, and you know, sort of get get more marshmallowy goodness because you're you're stealing it from the bag.
1: Well, maybe as you're going through the levels, like maybe you start the whole game with a single bag of marshmallows, and every time you die, like it gets less and less. Uh, another one comes out. Another and one comes you, out. You're refreshing it. Yeah, but as at you get campfire. through levels at certain points, you can refresh it. Yeah.
0: So rather than rather than doing the same thing that every other crazy platformer like Super Meat Boy are going pixel pixel style. Let's go um fully rendered three D graphics, but oh, on, yeah, on is... like a a two point five D plane. So you're still on the on the two D but it's fully rendered.
1: See I feel a game like this would would be more would be better still in two D but with some really nicely animated, like high res kinda so you can really see the sort of the goopy drops coming off of it as it you know, bounces off things, and you know what I mean. Like the reason
0: why I like the two point five D is because you can then zoom in close into into like the replays, and you're seeing like as the marshmallows sliding down the wall, you're seeing all the residue sort of. Stuck yeah, that's on true. The, I guess I the guess the technology's come wall. far
1: enough that you can probably do that pretty well.
0: Yep. Yeah, I quite like that. Um that's cool. I think you know a lot of people like those those absolutely insane. Yeah,
1: there's really
2: punishing platformers that. Yeah. Yeah, and you want those to be as cute as humanly possible. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Just, just to rub it in, like this is a baby <laughs> game for babies, and, <laughs> and it's going to be so hard.
1: You are not going to finish it. You're going to lose. And it's so going to be so, so
0: marshmallowy, gruesome,
1: <laughs> with
0: all the goop running down walls and all that sort of stuff, and maniacal yeah. laughter as he's getting closer to the. I to do, the campfire. I do
1: love that imagery of just even that, just that last run. At the end of a level, just his eyes getting wide and, and crazy and just <laughs> laughing. As he yeah. launches oh. himself
0: onto the stick.
1: Yeah, as he leaps himself <laughs> and impales himself onto a stick and it gets picked up and shoved into the campfire.
2: There's definitely a bonus level where you're the giant, like, steep puffed Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, without just a doubt. Smashing, a <laughs> smashing through a city.
0: Getting slightly toasty, sliding down walls. <laughs> <laughs> running to a massive campfire. <laughs> it's, the <same> <laughs> it's the same game.
1: It's the same game. That's just, you know, that's New Game Plus.
0: Yep, I I really like that.
1: Yeah, I think we're onto a, onto a winner, definitely. Yeah. Well, I, I've got to go cancel
2: my game and make this one instead.
1: <laughs> that's that's <laughs> always our goal, is to have someone just completely throw away what they've been working on and, and make, their, make our game.
2: <laughs> Thanks,
0: John, for joining us on Bitstorm today. Um, if you could just provide your... Details for how people can get in touch with you.
2: Sure. Um, I'm gridfish on Twitter, and my website is at gridfish.net. And you can find my games at mallodrops.com or killingtime at lightspeed.com. Or you can just search for either of those on Steam or now the App Store.
0: And the App Store is just for Mallodrops, isn't it? The App Store is just for
2: Mallodrops. Killing Time will make its way there, but...
0: Not this version of Mellow Drops, but the but the more awesome, polished version of Mellow Drops that is already out. It looks amazing. I'm looking forward to playing that big time.
1: All right. Yeah.
0: So I'm Trevor Scott.
1: I'm Ben Slinger. And I'm John Kane. So an '80s themed game where you play Seal, who's been transformed into a seal and is trying to possibly seal in some evil seals.
0: I'd play that.